ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hiya. We've got the show's namesake, BJ Shea. Hello. And running the boards is me, because Joey D's ain't here. So if I screw up, sorry. Whoops. On today's show, we will talk with Gareth Von Kallenbach about movie news and also video game news. BJ will talk about The Bad Batch in Infinite, and we'll get the geek sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. Let's get up our blogs, podcasts, and more. Or just search for BJ Shay's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey app. Yes, so many ways to get a hold of us and, uh, you know, give us those five-star reviews or at least at the very least just listen to us. And uh, that Odyssey app is a great way to do so. You can search for it if you haven't gotten it yet by just spelling out A-U-D-A-C-Y. That is Odyssey. And uh, another thing that requires a little bit of spelling is skewed in review. That is S-K-N-R. And, uh, well, we've got our good friend Mr. Gareth Von Kallenbach with us right now. Gareth Von Kallenbach joins us from Skewed in Review. That is SKNR.net. And uh, last week we just went down some of the movies that are coming out. And right now Black Widow is coming out. But if you were stuck at home and you were watching maybe a little Army of the Dead and maybe you, like me, enjoyed it, it looks like the prequel is going to be uh, underway at least uh, soon. Very soon. In fact, there's actually two things coming in the Army of the Dead universe. So. Yes, one is an animated series, and the other one is a live-action film called Army of the Army of Thieves. Oh, interesting! And, uh, we just the other day put out a few images from it that Netflix uh, shared, and this one deals with Dieter, the uh, safecracker, and it essentially chronicles his time as a small-town bank teller and how he gets drawn into this crazy adventure when he's recruited by a mysterious woman. And essentially it sets up the big heist and uh, safe cracking uh, that leads to um, army of the dead. Now I'm, I'm kind of sitting here going, it's an interesting concept, but a, the fact that they put it together so quickly tells me that this was already planned in uh, unless they were sitting on army of the dead forever. But even then, uh, even if you sat on Army of the Dead for a while and there was a lot of debate about was it going to the theaters and so on and so forth, this seems like it was done very quick. And my question is going to be, is a film that, as far as we know, is not going to be focusing on zombies about a supporting character really going to be that interesting? And is it going to uh, you know, expand the universe. I have to think it will. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. But you have to admit, it is an odd choice. Absolutely. And I did like the character, but, I mean, it wasn't one of the reasons why I loved the movie. And so, yeah, I know that Zack Snyder has talked about loving to do this whole share universe with all of this. And even... Once you watch that movie, you see little tidbits that could lead to stuff um, happening for the future of it, as opposed to prequels. So um, I, I just kind of think that this is his big brain moment when it comes down to it, and this is going to be the one that he sinks his, uh, his his efforts, his creative juices into to make it a uh, shared universe type of thing. Correct, and I think the other thing about it too is that Netflix. Let's be honest; these uh, streaming companies are 
fighting for original content. They're mm-hmm. paying huge amounts of money to acquire films from studios, and I think it's a good match for them in that there are films that, if you put them in a theater, might not have done so well, uh, would be subject to intense scrutiny and so on and so forth. And it seems like people are much more willing to give things a pass. Look at Army of the Dead. Now, if we're being objective, (laughs) was that film going to light the box office on fire? Mm, probably not. <laughs> probably not. And while there are all these people that are reading into things like time loops and so on and so forth, um, I think people could say it was one that if they had ponied up $12 or so to see, they'd probably be a little pissed about it. But when it's on a streaming service, you're willing to look the other way. Prime example with Tomorrow War. Critics tore it to pieces. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fans have generally been, oh, yeah, it was stupid. There was this. There was a lot of gaps in logic. But, hey, I had fun. And I think that's the beauty of streaming is that, you know, for lack of a better phrase, your expectations are tempered. And I think it is a case of people were looking at things like this and saying, you know what, this is cool. And Netflix was smart enough to say, if this was Warner Brothers, Snyder, we all know what happens with him and his his films and that sort of thing. It's a good match because they pretty much just said, go and do your thing. And here's your money, make it happen. Because for them, the risk is not the same as putting a $200 million film in the theaters, then having to play, pay promotion, publicity, mm-hmm. all of that. You know, they can control the costs a lot more and it just it makes sense and like i said i think this is going to be a very interesting uh setup because you have the animated uh series coming and it should be very interesting to see how that uh all plays into everything absolutely uh moving on from that san diego comic-con is going to be at home and amc just dropped some of the news of some of the stuff that they're going to be talking about Correct. We're getting a lot of stuff coming in now. I mean, it's still too early to know about the uh, smaller November in-person show they're talking about. But what I'm really excited about is last year, if you remember, we had a lot of online panels, but there was no filming going on. And we had so many panels that were essentially pre-recorded where the cast were coming around saying, you know, hey, we're looking forward to filming again. We can't wait to get to filming again. and If you've ever been to the Comic-Con experience, you know that is the big thing, the drops. You will see premiere episodes months ahead of time. You will see clips. You will see footage. You will get all kinds of news. Uh, I remember seeing the premiere episode of The Expanse six months before it appeared on Sci-Fi. You know, that is common. We saw Batwoman months, the premiere episode months before. And that, you know, that's just how these things happen there. And that's what people expect. And that's why it's a big event. And so I'm really excited because while we can't meet in person, filming is going on. There are not filming shutdowns. So we should see a lot of stuff. And, you know, as AMC, as you would expect, you're getting The Walking Dead, you're getting, um, you know, Walking Dead World Beyond and things like that. But with the rise of their streaming service that also includes Shudder, you're getting things from some of their horror sides like Slasher, Flesh and Blood, VHS 94, Creepshow. And that, 
to me, pairs very well with Fear the Walking Dead, Walking Dead World Beyond, Walking Dead. And so, you know, you kind of have a motif and you have all of this horror stuff. But then just to throw a curveball at everybody, there's going to be a Doctor Who panel uh, thrown in there as well, which, you know, really at first I was like, okay. Uh, this is a little odd, but then, you, you know, there's the BBC America tie-in and um, Jodie Whittaker is supposed to be involved and it'll be really interesting to hear what they all have to say. Nice. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff going on with that. And it's always just, I mean, it's it's slowly getting back into that normalcy and even having something like this, sure you're at home, it still means that you can get that information and still be hyped about it. Oh, exactly. And, you know, really quick, the thing that is nice to see is you're seeing large casts uh, doing these panels. It's not just a couple of them and, uh, you know, some creative. When you do that, when you see their panels at Comic-Con, it is not uncommon. And, you know, just some names off the top of the head. Norman Reedus, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Lauren Cohen, you know, these are uh, Melissa McBride, the full players and Chris Hardwick's going to moderate, and for those who know, he is very common as a moderator for many of the big panels because he does the wrap-up shows. So you can see they're getting closer and closer to what would be a virtual version of what would be in the hall, whereas last year it was kind of more like, as I like to put it, checking in and an update, and now we're getting a, this is what we've got coming, stay tuned. Nice, nice, nice. And then finally, it looks like we're going to be getting, I mean, we're not in the 80s or the 90s anymore, but we're going to be getting a RoboCop video game? Yeah, now this one really surprised us. It came out of the blue. Now, obviously, we knew three RoboCop movies. There was the reboot. um, There was the TV series. There have been some animated series. And, yeah, there have been some RoboCop games over the years. And so we get this title called RoboCop Rogue City coming in 2023 console and PC. Very vague Mm -hmm. teaser trailer. The story that we're uh, told is that essentially it ties into the original three films. Not sure if it's first person shooter, not sure if it's third person. Bottom line, there's going to be a lot of action. And I thought about it and said, man, that's some really unusual timing. And then I thought about it and dovetailing into Comic-Con of old, I remembered something that was uh, told to me, and this is really intriguing. Now, Edner Meyer is a writer who has who wrote uh, RoboCop. He wrote Starship Troopers, that sort of thing. He's worked on some of the offshoots. He had mentioned that he was kicking around ideas for another one. And a little over a year ago, there was a director announced, writers announced, that they're considering a movie called RoboCop Returns. And the tagline's mm-hmm. very simple. RoboCop returns to fight crime in Detroit. We've heard it'll be based more on the original than the reboot, so on and so forth. And, you know, it's not uncommon. These things are announced. Sometimes they happen. Sometimes they don't. But it got me thinking, going, wow, you're announcing a game that's two years out instead of waiting for next year at E3 or something like that. Kind of makes me wonder if maybe there is some traction on this RoboCop movie or another RoboCop-related project where these people, uh, you know, licensing deals started to get talked about because, sure, RoboCop's a decent franchise, but let's be honest, it's been dormant for a while. Yeah. And make me think why, I mean, yes, they're not one of the major publishers, but why would you jump into it now and announce it two years ahead of time 
unless perhaps there was some movement on the other side of the franchise. Yeah, you have to hope when it comes down to something like that, because if not, you're just kind of bringing back 80s franchises that were moderately successful, and maybe that's just because it's a cheap license and you want to build a game and kind of revolve around that. Uh, I remember seeing that with the Friday the 13th game, which had such good potential and then just really ended up falling flat. I hope it's not going to end up being something along those lines. Yeah, and you know, it's a shame because the biggest problem, I think, with Friday the 13th was the legal problems Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, around the franchise came up and basically halted it because there's that's why we haven't had any new films in ages. And it got to the point where the lawsuit was so involved and contentious that the video game company flat out said, we're out of it. We're not doing any updates. It's, it's just, it's too much of a minefield to even get involved in right now. And then that's went over to merchandising. You got a lot of the manufacturers were like, yeah, hey, we're not making any toys or any products, nothing until this thing is all figured out and we can go from there. And, you know, it, it, it's interesting because it does dovetail. I mean, we've got an army of the army of darkness game coming. And then they are announcing a new film in the series is coming. So while it's not unheard of, you know, again, it keeps making me think about generally speaking, you don't make a game based on a franchise that has been dormant unless there's new product. I mean, someone's like, well, what about the Aliens game? I said, well, let's not forget there's an Aliens television series in the works. Yes, it may still be a couple years off. There is a connection. And that, you know, that just seems so odd to me that after all this time, when, you know, what's it been, 15 years since we had the, <laughs> the reboot that all of a sudden, oh, God, boom, yeah. here's a new game and it's two years out. And, you know, like I said, there, it, it does make you wonder. Definitely piques the interest, and that's what we love. Thank you so much, Gareth. Again, Gareth von Kallenbach from Skewed and Reviewed. That is SKNR.net. Get all sorts of movie news, rumors, television show stuff, video games. Oh, my gosh, so much more. Find that at Skewed and Reviewed. Thank you so much, Gareth. Anytime. Take care. Moving on from all of that fun news, we got to do some TV talk. BJ, what have you been watching, man? I've been watching The Bad Batch. Oh, yes, the good old Star Wars uh, show. Yeah, this is the show that takes place after uh, Order 666. What is it, 69 or Order 67? <laughs> Order 66. Yeah. Order 420. That's no. what it is, yeah. Uh, good God, you guys. That's when it takes place. And so, and of course, you get a bad batch of clones. They call them a bad batch, but they really are clones that were altered in some way to be different than the average clone. Smarter in some cases, stronger in some cases, really great trackers in some cases. And uh, we're following these bad batch guys around, and uh, they've discovered a, uh, a new clone that they found in the, uh, in the clone joint there, Kamino. Mm-hmm. If you remember, and so she's a young she's a young clone, and it turns out she's got original. We just found out she's got original clone DNA. Like she she has the original DNA oh. from Django Fett. Really? So at this point, she's essentially just a, a pure clone of yeah. Django, and that so she's Ooh. super valuable to them. And uh, so they 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 the ones the ones want them back, but there are two factions. There's uh, if you remember Lama Sue, mm-hmm. uh, Lama Sue wants her back just so he basically can get the original DNA and then kill her. 
Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not good. But Tong Wee, uh, I think Tong Wee is like, or Tong Wei, uh, she's actually wanting to save the girl because she doesn't want to kill her because she has, she's got an attachment to her. And mm-hmm. even, you know, Lama Su's like, you you have an unhealthy attachment to this kid. Uh, and they've got bounty hunters all over the place. But Tong Wei hired uh, a very familiar bounty hunter that we saw in uh, The Mandalorian. And that, of course, is Fennec Shand, uh, Ming Na Wen's. Oh, yeah. So she's made, uh, she's made an appearance in this. And and uh, we finally found out that she actually has good intentions as she's trying to basically kidnap for a bounty um, Omega uh, or Omega, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, this is the the little young clone that the bad. It would batch. make sense if it was Omega, just because of the fact that he's the the last one. I agree. Like the Alpha and the Omega, that'd be yeah. kind of make sense. And they say the Alpha was the code name for uh, Jango Fett. Oh yeah, then totally. That's yeah. that's done on purpose. Or was or Boba? <laughs> Maybe Boba. I forget. Maybe Boba was the Alpha and she is the uh, oh, Omega. Because he was yeah. yeah he was the first clone yeah. who was just not altered at all yeah. and was to make to be made to be Jango's son. Yeah. So those so that's basically for all intents and purposes this is Boba's sister if wow. you know, in a weird way um, so yeah so this is uh, it, it's 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 got a good plot as we're trying to figure out who she is what she's all about getting to see some of these characters that we've known from other series show up and uh, it is uh, the animation of course is always good and yeah there's some you know filler episodes because you got a 16 episode season they're doing there yeah they crank those out and I found that out with Clone Wars because I'm still I'm oh, still yeah. working through all of the Clone Wars because it's still super interesting and I don't want to miss anything just because of how much it seems that stuff like the Mandalorian and a lot of the new shows are really taking from this old lore. Yeah, it's and so you know, look, if you love it, you love it. Every once in a while, I'll sit there and I'll go, all right, you know, I don't know if yeah. I needed this episode, but um, it's still very, it's still entertaining, and of course, it's the Star Wars universe, and I love the Bad Batch. I mean, I do love the idea that these clones and these, you know, basically, you know, all we think of with the clones are the, you know, basically the Clone Warriors, the Stormtroopers. Of course, we had a great relationship with Rex and some of those clone mm-hmm. guys, you know, from Clone Wars. So. Uh, and uh, maybe Rex did or did not show up also in uh, Bad Batch. Maybe. Maybe he might have shown up or not. I don't know. It's, uh, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is definitely something you're going to want to watch, Rev. And I, and, oh, and yeah. We talk about it from time to time. It's, it's well. I, I think it's well done. And, again, it's on Disney Plus, but The Bad Batch. What else have you been watching? Well, um, yeah, I, I did watch something else. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I really did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And this is this is unfortunate because um, oh. yeah, I really thought this could be good. I saw the trailers. I'm already a Paramount Plus subscriber because I, I you know I love my Star Trek, so of course I'm going to do that. And so here comes Infinite, and I go, whoa, what is this? And it looks pretty cool. As you know, there are these beings that retain all their memories when they reincarnate. So um, it's it's based on a book called The Reincarnation Papers, and it's called Infinite. And I'm like, okay, Mark Wahlberg is in it. Sounds somewhat interesting. And then you say Mark Wahlberg, and now I'm confused. Chiwetel Ijefor, I think I'm saying his name right. I always mm-hmm. I always mess up his name. He was Baron Mordo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Doctor Strange, yeah. Yeah, he's done a lot of other good stuff, too. But um, he, he almost looks unrecognizable. Like I, It took me a while because he's bald in this. And it makes him look a lot older than I believe he is because he's always seemed to be more youthful in the other movies I've seen him in. And, you know, it's amazing. It's unfortunate what happens when you lose your hair. You know? (laughs) Yeah, it it does make you look a little bit older than you may want to be. And, you know, I like his character. He does a good job with it. Um, You know, he... He plays also an infinite in this as well. Uh, His name is Bathurst. And, um, yeah. You know, Mark Wahlberg's the star. 
Uh, Vicky would love that Jason Manzukis is in it. He, Yay! You know, and he, he <laughs> he's such a mess, and like all his characters are messes. I yeah, should say. Yeah, yeah and his char- his character's a bit of a his character's more of an a hole than a mess. I mean, his character's actually got his he's got his act together. Right? I feel like it's like one of those like either you're a mess or an a hole or something in the middle. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's both. Yeah, and uh, the concept is really cool. The concept is is that. You know, you can. Uh, there are certain beings that actually remember their past lives and therefore remember all the oh. skills that they've had with them for their hundreds and hundreds of years that they were doing what they were doing. And so that's the idea. And there's a plot in here where some bad horse is trying to destroy the world. Oh, you know, okay. You know, there's two. <laughs> and that's the thing. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they mess up the book or if the book's plot's a little weird. But you know, the uh, the idea is that you've got. These infinites that want to keep life going and basically use their reincarnation abilities to steward the planet and mm-hmm. help out humanity. Yeah. And then the other people that think, no, this sucks. We want to kill everybody. And okay. I'm like, okay, that's, I mean, it's almost like it's hard for me to it seems believe that you can get a bunch of people together to help you want to kill everybody. It like seems everybody. It's the, like you're, 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 you're going to die too. The, it, well, it seems to me also along the same lines of what we're seeing in terms of uh, Marvel's uh, Eternals, because on the opposite side of them, who have, uh, they don't reincarnate, they've uh, essentially been just kind of e- eternal. Um, but on the other side of those are the, the deviants. Who are who are the baddie version of those? Yeah, it kind of seems very reminiscent of that. Where it's like, yeah, some people. I mean, if you just think about it, like with the Dark Knight, some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. But you can't watch the world burn if you're dead. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I can see why one and and one dude, the Bathurst reason for wanting to. He explained. I get why he wants to, but it's like. Yeah, but not everybody else has your issues. You know what I mean? I can see. And my brain goes, if you don't want to reincarnate so much, spoiler alert, if you're tired of the reincarnation process, why don't you just do something about you? Like, why do you got to kill the whole world? You could just get rid of you, and then you wouldn't have to reincarnate. You know, it's just like... You <laughs> because know, like, what's the fun in that? I know. It's like... If, it's like... Spoiler alert. <laughs> it would be a boring movie. <laughs> if you had, exactly. I mean, that's it. I feel like if it was a pitch meeting, to move the plot forward. I there mean, you that's go. why. There you I go. don't know. <laughs> uh, I really did not enjoy this movie. I can uh, <laughs> I hate to say this. I don't know if it's the writing or Mark Wahlberg or both, but... His lines were so horribly delivered. Say hello to your mother for me. Yeah, it's just, I'm sorry, Mark. Um, Aww. <laughs> I, 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 you know, and also I really felt, you know, you don't ever, I mean, you ever notice it, but he really felt too old for the role. I just thought, I don't believe at mm. your age you can do what you're doing. I know you want to believe at your age that you can do what you're doing, <laughs> but I feel like a much younger person should be in this role. And I think what's happened is, and I don't know the book, but I feel like I bet the person in the book is a lot younger. Okay, maybe, yeah. Because there was a couple of explanations. You know, normally people at a younger age get to get whatever. And he's like, yeah, well, uh, you know, they put me on pills, and so therefore I must have stunted my thing. And it's like, or maybe you're just too old for the role. He's 50, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. old running around like this sort of thing. And, I mean, he's not Liam Neeson, guys. And the woman that's helping him, like everybody else that seems to be helping him are all younger. You know, it's like, because, mm-hmm. well, they're all new reincarnates. And then there's him who's forgotten he's reincarnated, 
that's why he's so old. But whereas it's no, you're really this shouldn't be the way it is. It's, so there's just a lot of things I'm just like, ah, oh, you know. So what you're saying is yeah. maybe skip yeah. this for um, anything else? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have to say, I mean, I haven't seen the Tomorrow War yet. I hear that's better. And oh, that's there's not, ups yeah. and downs on that. It seems the critics hate that one, and the oh, uh, fans are very okay with it. Yeah, so. the critics aren't a big fan of, uh, of Infinite either, actually. I don't know what the, 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 so the people might, think. So that might mean uh, people love it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my problem. Here's what I will tell you. The problem is this. If you're a person that watches a show like Loki, you just can't tolerate mediocre entertainment anymore. I mean, that, Fair enough, yeah. I, I mean, that's the problem. It's like, I mean, it's, you know, like, guys, I'm watching Loki. So you're putting this in front of me. I just watch Loki. I yeah. Mean, you know, I mean, you can't. Which essentially I, is like a three hour, oh, three to four hour epic movie, with, really. With really good acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and we, I know we're going to talk about Loki at some point. Yeah, in a couple of days, yeah. And we will. In On a couple Wednesday, days, we'll yeah. talk about Loki because uh, <laughs> Richard, I will just say this, Richard Grant, uh, who was uh, the old Loki, uh, and he's such a tremendous actor if you've ever seen him in anything. Uh, I mean, you, you, that's what they're competing with. They're well, competing with that. So at that point, maybe go uh, go find an old Richard Grant movie as opposed to going to see Infinite. Yeah, fine. I mean, well, or just watch, you know, watch some of the Star Trek shows on Paramount Plus if you're already on there. All right, there. Perfect. Well, while you go look up Star Trek shows to uh, to uh, cleanse that palate, it's time for the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what do you got for us? So I feel like slowly but surely we're kind of getting back to quote unquote normal. Oh yeah, whatever normal is. Right, and one of the big <laughs> things that is normal is movies coming to the theaters. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. And since it's Friday... Oh, today's a big day for me because I'm, I'm doing it. Oh, are yeah, you, you, are, you are. Well, are you doing it in theaters or are you doing it at home? Because uh, Black the, Widow, you can do either. Oh, right, right, right. Oh. I wasn't sure what you were talking about because there are things I do at home that I don't do in theaters because you can get arrested, but yes. Whoa. Yeah. Pee Wee yeah. Herman, calm down. Yeah, I don't Yikes. do that. Uh, yes, Black Widow, I'm doing it in the theater. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, just going to a straight up, uh, just random uh, showing. Or? Well, uh, our folks that uh, used to listen to the board game Alliance uh, before the uh, the quarantine, our buddy Josh actually reserved an entire theater, which I guess is a yeah. lot more inexpensive than I thought. You can do that. I know you can do that through AMC theaters. That's and it. Yeah, yeah. They it was it was something like you could do like older releases for like I think ninety nine bucks, and then uh, uh, newer ones are a little bit more depending on which ones they are and such like that. So that's big baller status, though. I know. Oh, this is, I mean, how about that? It's like he's treating everybody, too. I don't think I got to pay. Oh, look at you. How about that? As of the time of the recording of this podcast, the tomato meter with 226 reviews is giving it an 81%. Wow. That's not surprising. It's a Marvel movie, right? Yeah, everyone, well, I mean, everyone usually loves Marvel movies. I mean, but we're also, you got to take into account that we've seen this happen where the movie scored high, (laughs) Wonder Woman, and then slowly (laughs) but surely just went... Yeah, but that's not a Marvel movie. No. Sorry. But, you I mean, Sorry, it does Wonder fluctuate. Woman. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and that's Wonder Woman 1984. We don't want to be smirched the first Wonder Woman no, the, movie. No, the first Wonder Woman was pretty fantastic. Uh, but I think everyone is, it's safe to say everyone's excited for this. We've been waiting for it for a long time. It gets pushed back and pushed back and pushed yeah. back because of the quarantine and COVID and stuff. And it looks like it, I was reading a couple articles saying this might be a really good weekend for them. 
So well, I feel like, yeah, I think everybody's ready to do, like, maybe go back and go to a theater. And uh, I think folks, uh, you know, lots of lots of folks feel safe enough to go do that. Absolutely. Yeah. The uh, the wife and I are planning on going to see it this weekend if we uh, catch the time. Probably tonight, since uh, the rest of the weekend's actually kind of busy, to be perfectly honest. You going out in the town? You doing it? I'm uh, going to try to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have some fun with that. We're all vaxxed up, and we'll go and uh, safely go and check out some fun movies. So how about you, Vicky? Are you going to Disney Plus it? I'm going to Disney. Plus it. There she goes. Yeah, stay at home. Here's the thing. Vicky doesn't want to go out no matter what's going no, on. You keep the PJs on. I'm, yeah. I'm very much enjoying my new like hermit witch lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky the Bog Witch. Yes, I'm very much, this is my new role in life and I'm okay with it. Are there any other movies coming out this uh, weekend? There's a few other ones, but I think they're, they don't look great. Oh no. <laughs> Whoa. Well, like, there's one called The Nest and it's a horror movie. Oh, it's yeah. really creepy looking. A You're lot of out. bugs. I'm out. But there's nothing. There's like two reviews on the tomato meter so it's not even Oh. But it's a All horror right. mystery thriller if that's your jam. And like there's like no name actors so that makes me want to watch it even more. Not really. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. not yeah. quite. Yeah, really. It says as a mother becomes suspicious that her daughter may be infected by a parasitic creature, she Ooh. is thrust into a nightmare as the people she trusts most push her into the chasm of drug addiction, self-destruction, and devastating sacrifice. Oh, so wow. Nice that's body a, horror yeah. mixed with a lot of uh, yeah, feel-good moments. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, that's tough. And uh, by the way, there's a couple shows coming out. One that uh, its first episode is, uh, I think, either coming out or came out this week. Season one, I think episode one, of Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Yeah. So if you want to get on the creep factor on that. Yeah. No, thank you. But (laughs) the tomato meter, it's only got nine critic ratings. uh, ratings, It's 56%. And the audience score is 69%. But there's only 16 users that have uh, actually reviewed it. But it seems pretty new. But if that's kind of your jam, it's not live action-y. It's kind of got that... Almost like Love, Sex, and Robots vibe, or even like the Final Fantasy movies vibe. Oh, kind of the computer animated graphics. Like it looks and... really real, oh. but it's still very cartoony. Oh. Like, not how would you describe that at heart? Um, it, yeah, I mean, you did actually describe it pretty well. So it is animation. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's not. It's animation. It's not as like the 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 still life stuff as something like uh uh oh that Philip K. Uh, scan, uh, Scanner Darkly oh, right. one. Yeah, yeah. But it's still a little more computer generated when it comes to the animation. But, very f- newer Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That that is actually very close to emulating uh, like real people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're trying to get super close when it comes to that. Unlike you say, like shows like Bad Batch or Clone Wars, where there the characters are obviously cartoon characters, but there's but the backgrounds and the ships mm-hmm. and all of that look mm-hmm. really good. So, and I do like that kind of animation where they really you, know, you can tell that the characters aren't real, but at the same time, whoa! I mean, they do this one here though looks like they're mm-hmm. trying to make it look like they're real people. And as far as other shows that are coming out, I thought this was a movie, but then it just like popped out of nowhere. And so that's how I figured out it was a show. <laughs> Monsters at Work. So if you were a friend of, like a fan of uh, Monsters University, Monsters, Inc., oh, okay. this is going to be for you. And just I saw the trailer pop up on Disney Plus the other day, and it was basically Roz, if you remember. Mr. Wazowski, <laughs> you didn't do your paperwork, or if you watched it in Spanish like I did. No hiciste tu papeleo, Wasowski. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, for all that, those who watched it in Spanish like I did. That brings back memories. Right. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, basically, Mike and Sully are now in charge. Oh, dear. Because at the very end of Monsters, Inc., we kind of, you know, they, they changed the whole model of it. Spoiler alert, if you've never seen Monsters, oh, Inc. Geez. 
They went from scaring children for energy for their town or their the world, basically, to making them laugh because laugh produced a ton more energy. But now they have to hire a bunch of new funny monsters instead of scary monsters. So hilarity will ensue. But John Goodman is back. Billy Crystal is back. We also got Kelly Marie Tran, which we remember her from uh, the recent Star Wars movies. Of mm-hmm. course, Jennifer Tilly as Cecilia ah. and John Ratzenberger because he's in everything. Well, yeah, he needs to be in everything. Basically, he is like the one mainstay when it comes to all the all those movies. <laughs> and as somebody who's been watching a lot of uh, Cars specifically, <laughs> they, there's a there's a joke gag where they're watching all of the Disney movies but in car form. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that that Yeti has a great voice. Voice. That actor's great at the very end. He's like, wait a minute. That's very familiar. And it's wait. the same, same yeah, voice. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but if you guys see any new movies, any new shows, let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And until next time, stay nerdy.